holy blow my ears out sambo it's funny because for everyone listening that did not happen but for us it was like it was a lot i had to take my headphones out it was a lot but welcome to couple of critics podcast i'm michelle i'm sam and today Happy birthday to us. Ah. Happy birthday to Capital Critics. Yeah. Happy birthday to Michelle and Sam. Happy birthday to you. All right. Thank you, thank you. We got an audience here today. Thank you. Thank you. I thank th- you. I thank you for God that we have cameras so you can't lie about such I a thing. I can lie about whatever the fuck I want to. Especially since I didn't clap for you, you clap for yourself. Yes, I clap for myself because <laughs> no one else is going to. I'm oh. my biggest champion. All right. Except everything I create, I end up hating with a passion. Uh-huh. That's fair. Even that child I left in Tijuana. Why were you in Tijuana? I I wasn't there. And why I, did you I have had, a child? Uh, because I was I found a child inside a rock. Uh 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 uh. uh, uh. <laughs> you still jamming on Ball eh, and Jack? Eh, 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 eh. Didn't we recently? Probably. I still fucking jam to it about once a week. Oh yeah, I don't do it that frequently, but I do listen. It rules. It's really good. I love I love doing this part. Carnival! Look at that Simpsons picture behind you. That's all crooked. It's crooked and it's coming out. Yeah, boy. The thing has been a mess and a problem this entire time. So welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. Like I said, we are a review podcast. We provide each other with different forms of media and we review it for you. Today is a special day. Yeah, it's Memorial Day. <laughs> it is Memorial Day when we are recording this, but this is, uh, it's a special, it's a special episode because like I said at the very end of last ep- the last episode that this, as you probably see it on whatever device you're looking at in front of you, this says 201, but there was a little disclaimer when I was sick uh, about a year and a half ago. Here's... That ca- it was a little blurb that counted as an episode, but this is technically, calm down, the 200th episode. Yay! What were you going to interrupt me I with? I was going to say that no one looks at the total episode count of the program or app that they're using. They look at the number that the episode people are telling them that it is. Like, I never noticed this 201 thing until you brought it up. Unless we're using, oh, you're pulling it up right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's see. 199 episodes, it says. Where and then when I click on it, but it's... where does it say that? On there, it says that we have 199 oh, episodes. And then you click on it, and 198. You know what's funny is... Uh, is the last one. Is not every podcast app, for some reason, puts every episode. Not for you guys. You guys, it will number more correctly, but we're actually finally banking an episode, so we're doing this a little oh. ahead of time. Yeah, two in a weekend. <laughs> Good for us. Because we had three days to a weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need a three-day weekend every weekend. 
Then we can always bank episodes. There's a country that does. There are, I think there might be a couple countries that do that, and they say that their production is so much better because they provide people with adequate time to rest and get things done outside of work because work is not everything. Oh, you mean because you get off uh, on Friday and then Saturday you spend all day fixing whatever the fuck went wrong all week at your house or cleaning and just taking or care taking of things care of your kids or taking your kids to things if you have children and then sunday if you had to do all that children thing then you're cleaning on sunday and taking care of lawn shit and if you're into golfing like i am you're trying to squeeze some fucking golf in yeah there's there really is not enough time it should be mandatory four-day week work weeks i'll speak to my uh, new boss about it <laughs> <laughs> you only work three days a week for him for him but i'd like to get it to five i would like that for you as well <laughs> so what we are doing today what it was this is actually sam's idea oftentimes uh i kind of take the reins on was. this i it forgot was. about this yeah oftentimes uh i'm the one who is just scrambling for ideas and brainstorming yes. and things and i really couldn't come up with something that i thought was sufficient enough and then this was kind of birthed out of conversation. Uh, it grew over time, but you said something about songs that were number one on our birthdays. Because I should say, because I haven't announced it yet on this episode, is that this is our favorite number one birthday song episode, which is what we're doing today. So what we chose to do... That does not mean songs about birthdays. <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, I sh so maybe I should say favorite birthday number one songs. There you go. There Excuse you go. me. Let me go ahead and scratch this out. Number one song. Birthday cup of critics favorite birthday number one song. What does that mean, Michelle? Tell the people. Makes more sense. So what we decided to do is we referenced the Billboard Top 100 chart. We looked at what was number one on our birthdays. And we, Sam took the first half of every decade. I took the second half. So we looked at the songs that were number one on our birthdays. And out of those five, we chose the one that was our favorite. Yeah. Now, when you say that, this, this song could really suck. That was, uh, had to be chosen. Yeah. Some of the songs <laughs> to have to choose from, and we'll get to that, uh, bef sooner than later, um, Sometimes the best choice is not, like, the song that you would ever choose. It was almost like voting for presidents most of the time. Yeah, because you have to... <laughs> but then you also have to think, these songs were number one, which is wild. Uh, yeah. So, again, we decided to choose our number ones, but as time typically goes on, music doesn't necessarily... It's not known for getting better for someone around our age or older. We or my usually, mindset. <laughs> we usually think that, you know, music was really good. It was more original earlier on, and Absolutely. people have just been inspired and have built on from that. So it was also Sam's idea to switch things around a little bit and uh, start from modern oh, day yes. and work our way backwards. Yeah, that way it gets better as we go. <laughs> In our opinions, it could have been a real slog at the end of the episode. We can have fun beginning energy episode. And it w would have been, but it would have, uh, it would have correlated differently also because I, out of curiosity, we were just going to originally go, you know, so much time. And then I was curious what would technically bookend on the front and back of those. 
and it ended up being two songs that we had to add so and also we thought it was only going to be like 12 songs but it became 14 because uh, what are you gonna do because it's our fucking podcast and we can do whatever we want. Well, and it also makes more sense because we're switching it that your birthday is before mine. So we should start with you because that only makes sense. Okay, cool. And we wouldn't have done that if we had kept it the other way Oh, in typical timeline yeah, chronological order. So let's go ahead and get this started. We have 14 songs to go with. Yeah. Um, we are starting with 2020. Sam has, well, I'll go ahead and say Sam, little baby Sam was born September 21st, 1985. Little baby Sam. Little baby Sam. My birthday is the same as Stephen King's. Ooh, my yeah. birthday is the same as Bob Barker because I slithered out of my mother on December 12th, 1985. Boom. And uh, we're both 85 babies. We are. And we are only about two and a half months apart. So that's also kind of why, which I don't know if there would have been much overlap, but there was also a possibility of there being overlap on some songs. So oh. that's also part of the reason why. Sam took the front end of the decade, and I took the latter. Just to be safe. To be safe. Good ideas. Because that's only, what's that, 10 weeks? That's not improbable oh. for songs to be number one yeah. back in the day for 10 weeks. Easy. And sometimes they sometimes would be now. number one, and then they'd drop off, and then they'd come, come back, back yeah. as well. So let's get this started. with. Uh, so Sam only would have had, and I didn't even look, um, I wrote down every song that was an option and I will, ex you know, say what was chosen. But this one, we just started. I don't wait, know what am, was. Am I red paper? No. Okay. It's oh, wait, you have M and S's there. Yeah. Right. You have it, MS. Gotcha. I do. Oh. <laughs> don't watch any current videos of Selma Blair. It's very sad. Or do. And get very sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sad. Um, but yeah, I don't even know what was number one last year on your birthday. But what's more important is that in 2020... On September 21st, the number one song was WAP by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Here we go. Somehow this song made it onto the podcast finally. And better. Uh, you actually enjoy this song, correct? If you think it's funny. I thoroughly enjoy this yeah. song. This it's, song drives me fucking crazy. It's so raunchy. Is it just because you hate that there's some whores in this house? No, I hate Cardi B's speech impediment. I don't know what she she's doing. She doesn't speech impediment. Oh, yes, she does. <laughs> Catch a charge. She does not do that at all. <laughs> like a credit card. Like a credit card. Kegel. <laughs> She's also not white. That doesn't mean I can't enjoy her, not enjoy her speech impediment. I don't think she has a speech impediment. I'm saying now, I think she just speaks differently. The star of this fucking song is Megan the Stallion. Is Megan the Stallion? Yeah, she's pretty I like fantastic. Her, I like her vocal tone. I like right her expression. Yeah. There you go. She's saying all the syllables. She's finishing words. It's a good time. <laughs> I actually don't hate. Well, I don't like this song just because 
Listen to the production. It's, not, for you. it's just not my production yeah. style. Um, I hate hi-hats that sound like that. Fucking detest them. Just get a real hi-hat in there and just do it real fast. For the love of God. Um, then everything else would be easier on me. It's literally, you could ask Kirk. I've been complaining about electric hi-hats for years. Um, but I remember watching Megan the Stallion on Saturday Night Live doing like her own performance or something. Okay. I remember saying them. I was like, I like this girl. She's aggressive. She's actually rapping. I like her vocal tone. Her vocal tone reminds me of like a uh, almost in an Ice Cube aggression. Like, okay. And I like Ice Cube aggression. Yeah. yeah just do it. <laughs> she is more, yeah, more of like caricature esque. Like, but I think she's a, she writes goofy things because this oh, yeah. was more her. Oh, it's all song. very funny. And so it's just more her style to be kind of goofy and stuff. And Megan Thee Stallion is more brutal. Yeah. And I think it works. There, there you go. There's where it fits me in music. Brutal. <laughs> so, Sam, how many weeks do you think that the song was number one? In 2020? That's so hard. Like, I don't... I'm going to say four weeks. Ooh, two. Really? It was only two, which honestly, that's kind of a lot for a song like this. I felt like four weeks was a long time. The song, the reason that, I mean, I'm not the reason. The fact that a song called Wet Ass Pussy was number one for two weeks in America is fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) What's the album cover there? Is that just her ass? No, it's Megan and Cardi. From the side view, I could not see that there were heads there. It just looked like someone's ass cheeks where the shoulders are (laughs) (laughs) two different colored ass cheeks i will say this the lyrics are almost guar i want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat (laughs) but it says like this i said i'd say dangly dangly back of my throat (laughs) (laughs) but i don't get that at all the lyrics are right next to guar like if they just added like violence into it like Somebody's also getting their head cut off right next to it. It is Guarlier. It's fucking Guarlier. It's, uh, what's that one band that got in trouble back in the day? Uh, fuck. Pussy Riot. No, it was a boy band, not a boy band, a rap group. They were in like the early 90s. Oh, Two Life Crew. Two Life Crew. It's very Two Life Crew-esque. Too. It is, yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate it. I would never listen to it on my own, but I used to like like if you enjoy the song at all your intellect is obviously down a couple points but then i actually listened to the vote the lyrics and i was like oh these are actually clever and funny it's not just mm-hmm. I, I don't know it could be a lot less clever yeah for what it's about yeah for sure and that's why i like guar that's how i correlated it to like how am i going to enjoy this how am i not just going to be a fucking debbie downer on this song oh this is right next to guar and the cleverness of like talking about things like that Pack are gross. Big and... Mac truck. Does she say vertical garage? No, right in this little garage. Oh, I thought she said it right in my vertical garage. It's <laughs> too many syllables. It oh, doesn't she fit. put them in there because she doesn't say them all. That's so sad. All right, so next we're going to move on to me. And I'm actually going to start with the lists here of uh, songs that I had to choose from. Now, this was one that I, uh, where there I, it just defaulted to the best song. Um, because what I had to choose from was not enjoyable to me whatsoever. So here, here's the list that I had to choose from. <laughs> Number one on my birthday, December 12th, 2019, Circles by Post Malone. Don't even know what it is. 
2018, Sicko Mode, Travis Scott. Don't know what it is. He's in charge of the whole Astro World thing. So He's that's who charge. Travis. He worships Satan and makes people be sacrifices at his. Uh... Is, is that a conspiracy? I've not heard that. Oh, isn't that the dude that had people die at his concert? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he had them die. <laughs> yeah, he had them die. You get crushed, you yeah, die. Yeah, there was like this uh, conspiracy thing going around that like symbolism of Satan and that um, it was like a sacrifice. Well, he's Andy with... he also had a uh, a cheeseburger meal at McDonald's. He did. He also has a baby with a Kardashian. So he's, oh, he he's in with like the Illuminati. You know, uh, you know how all that along is. Along with Travis Barker, gotcha. He's in there now too. Uh, 2017 rock star by Post Malone. What's that? That's not... I thought that was... Okay, when you said Rockstar, I was like, is that Nickelback? I no. want to be a rock star. Nope, but that does come up first when you search it. Because I did listen to all of these songs because I <laughs> ah, was like, I don't know to. any of these songs. 2016, Black Beatles by Ray Sremmerd. What? Not kidding. Please spell that last name for me. S-R-E-M-M-U-R-D. Sremmerd? Sremmerd. Sremmerd? Not a good name. And I went with, because again, by default, what was number one in 2015, Hello by Adele. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It defaults is truly the best song. I don't want to blow up your spot here, but wasn't there some Adele that you were okay with when she first came out? Yeah. Are you still okay with it, or did it, like... It's all right. Like, that Rolling in the Deep song, I think, is hard to deny, because I think it's just a good song. I don't think she's untalented, but I, she has this broken singing style that I can't stand, that I think a lot of people emulate now. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> like she does these like little weird, like, like they're almost emotional flutters. Like when you're trying to say something and you're going to cry and you're like, <laughs> and now, and now girls sing like that and they put those like weird breaks in there. And I just, I, I'm not a fan of it. Is it a way to like almost slide to notes without sliding to the note you think it just sounds like it just sounds like sappy and sobby oh it's it's like an added effect to prove how emotional you are in the song and everyone knows the song and everyone also knows it's the it's clearly the inferior inferior hello was this a bond song or what did no she did a bond song though how many weeks do you think this was at number one what year does, was this? I'm sorry. 2015. 2015. This was seven years Ooh. ago. I'm going to say four weeks. Seven. Wow. Much more than I expected. Wow. It's this not, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> honestly, it's not the least. There, It's not the smallest number. I'm sorry, not smallest. <laughs> of course, it's not stupid. It's not the biggest number. Okay. Seven is not the right. what, we're, what we're camping out at. Good to know. I think I have a feeling what the longest one is, but I don't know. I want to do. I want to say something. I keep like this song's a piece of shit. Like, it's fine. It's not for me. Whenever I say that during this podcast, obviously, unless I unless I straight up tell you, we'll we'll see about that. This has no artistic talent. But like you said, she's talented. This is real music. There's real instruments. I appreciate. But there that aren't kind even many mu- instruments. Oh, yeah, it's it's more just real her. That's somebody playing it. I'm just saying right here. It's very bare bones. Oh yeah. And you know me, not a big fan of female vocals. So this song is obviously not going to carry me. Mm-hmm. And this uh, isn't the type of style that you would be into either, because this is oh. like ultra feminine, ultra emotional. It's just not. And I don't know what you would think of her voice, but it's just clearly not appealing to you in any way. And I know that. 
I think she can sing, so I'm assuming there's no auto-tune when it comes to her. But I will say this. You now, I, I normally don't like female voices. It's because they have that I know. Voice. She does not have that. So her voice doesn't grate me like others can. Like Ariana Grande's voice uh-huh. grates me. I can't stand it. Yeah. But her voice is fine. Because it sounds more full. I think that's what it yeah. is. And you like women who aren't super breathy and high yeah. all the time. I can't stand this voice. Which is why I knew... I knew when, when this list was put together what yeah. your least favorite song was going to be. <laughs> so I still don't know what my least favorite song is. I, I forgot what the list is. Most of it. I know. So we'll be fine. Uh, I'm going to go back to WAP and say that uh, their vocal to- tones don't annoy me. Besides, uh, Cardi B's just mispronunciation. Mis- non- what was that? How did you just pronounce mispronunciation? I better just shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Miss B. Sorry. That's literally the wrong word to, yeah. <laughs> to say. I'll just shut the fuck up from here on out. <laughs> You're a wonderful woman, Cardi. I take everything back. <sighs> She's a mom now. Wait, weren't people pissed at Cardi B that one time because she was bragging about taking men's money when they were trying to fuck her or something like that? I don't know. Or she would do that thing where, like, you're going to be a prostitute, but then you just take the money and run. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I could have made that up. She, uh, she's a regular Steve Miller band fan. She took that money, she and, she money and she won. the money and she won. Take the mutter, I said. Take the mutter. Take the mutter and roll. Take the mutter. Uh, this is also that big epic sound that I don't fucking enjoy. This where everything sound. is like has to feel like it's being made in a tower or something like. You're supposed to look in a horizon and see like a big mountainscape with the sunset uh, sunset going down. That was your interpretation of Celine as well. Was and it? I, I think it makes sense. Oh yeah, it's just that big theatrical. I don't want to say like over emotional, but it's just very, it's very direct and enormous and just, yeah. And the the music is is made to build up and make you go on this emotional journey with it. I was going to say, it's trying to grab you. It's goal is to like, we're going to put as much cymbal swells in here as we possibly can to make you feel things. All right. So that... There are cats running around. It is uh, earlier in the day, so everyone's awake and up and has energy. Up and at it. Plus, I put some catnip down this morning. Yeah, everybody fucked up today, too. Everybody fucked up today, (laughs) too. Okay, so let's move along to Sam's Choices. We're next. Woo, I don't remember. All right, so let's start with, and I will actually go ahead. I didn't read all the options last time because Adele was what it defaulted on, so... Uh, in this case, I will go ahead and read all of them and, um, then we'll move along from there. Let's see. So 2014, what was number one on Sam's birthday? We have all about that bass by Megan Trainer. 2013. We have roar by Katy Perry. You know that song? Uh, You're gonna hear me roar. Yeah, because I would have sworn it was pink, but okay. Uh, 2012, Whistle by Flo Rida. I think I know that song. I don't think I do. Well, I okay, I'm going to know all of them slightly. I'm going to have a little bit of memory because I listened to all these fucking songs for a little bit. I'm going to sit here like, I think I've heard of that. 2011, Someone Like You by Adele. 
That's not a bad song, but it's another We're one of those sappy songs. But I'm never choosing Adele. That's true. And 24, or I'm sorry, 2014. And 2010, Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. So two Katy Perry songs Man, in there. Miss Perry was killing it in that decade. Well, I had, in the, yeah, the latter half, I had two Post Malones. So yeah. I don't know if you knew this, but Katy Perry, she has boobs. I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but Katy Perry sucks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that because I didn't choose any of her songs. All right, so let's listen to what Sam chose out of those options. <laughs> Sam, what do you at home think Sam chose? What do we'll you give think? You Sam's... Two seconds to figure it out. What do you? Which one do you think Sam was Sam's favorite? Here we go. Say it now, because here it comes. Because you know I'm. <laughs> That's right, you no sons of bitches. This is easily the best song out of all of those. Yeah, I would never personally choose a Katy Perry song under any circumstances. Right? Um, I can tell you right off the bat, her vocal fry tone Horrible. is like a chainsaw into my penis. Yeah, she, <laughs> she sounds like a baby, and it's annoying. She does annoying. sound like a baby. Especially considering what she's singing the, about. The, walk, uh, the upright bass. I'm loving that upright bass tone. I'm loving real drum sounds. I'm loving real hi-hat sounds. Probably electronic still, but they chose a hi-hat that sounds real. Because, like, in drum programs, there's, like, ones that sound real. Yeah, yeah. And there's ones that you can actually make sound like a real fucking hi-hat. Please, everyone who makes music electronically, choose the real ones. Uh, this, and, this part's hilarious. That booty, booty. And I like the sentiment of the song, god damn it. You prefer a, a lady with some meat on her bones? I that as well, but I'll just... Comfortableness, just be fucking who you are. I like that this is just like... Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. Stop worrying about yourself so much. Now, I agree there's a health aspect to anything like in yeah. that. And like, I don't agree that maybe you shouldn't be fucking 500 pounds and love yourself. Maybe you should just weight down. But I do love... A confident big woman like mm -hmm. Lizzo. Don't like her music or anything, but her personality is wonderful. Yeah. Things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. confidence is always attractive, no matter confidence how Confidence is. is king. Truly. How many weeks do you think that this was number one? What year this was this again? 2014. 2014. The other one was... This I'm going to say this last one... Last one was just a year I'm going to say this later. one's at five. This is actually the highest. What? This is All right, let me take a re-guess. Nine? No, eight. Damn. Only one week more than hello, but eight weeks. That's two full months of that's being number one. That's a long time. That's kind of surprising. I didn't know that song was, or that this song was that successful. I, I knew it was known, but it number one. It makes sense to me, though, because it can kind of translate sev to several age groups. Mm -hmm. There's enough tone in it that someone that's in their 40s can be like, oh, I like it. It makes my butt shake. And then it's... Trendy and current enough at that time that like a teenager can still listen to it. Whereas sounds like a like teenager Perry isn't going to translate that far into it, different age groups. It depends. It but will. It'll bleed in. But I think this. I think my mom would have liked this fucking song. Roar by Katy Perry was huge because it was a, one of those positive songs. But empowering women's song. Teenage Dream was horrible. I don't know what that one is. It's bad. I don't like any Katy Perry, though. It's not for me. I know the Misfits song, Teenagers from Mars. Is that anything like it? I, not yeah, to my knowledge. Okay. I bet that the Misfits one's better. Take going out on a limb there. <laughs> uh, she never had any hit after this, right? Yeah, she did. Did she? I don't know. If it, it was never as big. But this is her big one? 
yeah, she also had, let's see. Do, 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 I don't know. She had a song called Me Too. I assume that that's super positive. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, let's see what is we have about, next here. Weinstein inseminating a plant? Do you think he got it pregnant? I know he got it pregnant. Oh, I bet he had so many plants that were just really enormous and ugly. <laughs> he had so many little ugly plants that uh, screened horror movies that were perfectly fine, and then once they uh, didn't like what they saw, the the little the little Harvey Weinstein plants went in, and they edited the shit out of a perfectly fine movie and ruined it. What are you referencing right now? I'm referencing every time Harvey Weinstein got his fucking hands on a horror movie. This is the thing? This I didn't is know this. the way it worked back in the day in his studios. They would... Uh, they would let the director do whatever they wanted for the, the first, you know, cut. They would screen the cut. And usually in those instances, yeah, the first screening might go well, but, you know, there's some things to change. But they'll give it back to that director to then change. The Weinsteins go, you got one shot. If they didn't like it, we're taking it. The Weinsteins would take it and edit the fucking shit out of it and make it, like, incomprehensible. Because they are not directors. They're, one of them just fucks plants. And they also clearly don't know horror movies. Uh, they actually got a lot of horror movies made. So it's that really were they good though? Like were they successful? I should I don't say. Know. Did, did you like Halloween Six? Curse of Michael Myers. Never seen it. Did you <laughs> it's like got it? Paul Rudd in it. Oh, so you? I like every Halloween movie. Okay. Except for Halloween Kills and Rob Zombies. Rob Zombies. Two. Actually, there's some good brutal parts in those, but and the first one, the second one but, was but, too far. But the ridiculous general, the general fantasy. consensus is that Rob Zombie doesn't know how teenage girls talk. A lot of people think that Rob Zombie isn't good at making movies in general. I'm looking forward to the Monsters movie because it's a family friendly, over is two hour a, long Monsters movie. So it is a movie. I can't remember if it was a movie or a show. It's a movie. Okay. All right. Let's move along to uh, my choices here that we have. And uh, let's see what we have to choose from. 2009, Empire State of Mind, Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. 20, I keep, I don't know how to talk either, Sam. 2008, Live Your Life by T.I. and Rihanna. Do you know that song? Just live your life. I assume that uh, no, this time frame, you're going to be a lot less familiar with music like this anyway. Between 2005 and 2009, you were not listening to pop music at all. If <laughs> if it's not played at somewhere where I'm working, no, that's, that's the only way I'm hearing things. Other than that, if it's not in my bubble, it's not fucking happening. <laughs> 2008 is when we got married. 2007 is when we got together. The number one song on my birthday was No One by Alicia Keys. Man, Alicia killing it. You like Alicia Keys, right? I think yeah. she's very talented. Yeah. I'm not like a huge fan or anything, and I, I only ever bought one of her albums, but And whoever does I her enjoy hair her. is fucking killing it. <laughs> 2006, I Want to Love You by Akon. Sure. Never been an Akon fan. He had he always had that like super auto-tuned, terrible uh, sound that was big at that oh, time, so no. he can fuck off. Yeah. I always hear the word acorn whenever it's said. It's close. And uh, 2005, Run It by the abominable Chris Brown. He's a snowman. <clears throat> I hate Chris Brown. He sucks balls. He, he beat up Rihanna, who was number one in 2008 <laughs> with T.I. with Live Your Life. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You want to hear what I chose? Is everyone excited? Audience, what do you think Michelle chose? Go ahead and answer 
now. I have a feeling people probably know because they're one of these. I've done one of these artists on the podcast before, so let's go ahead and. It's the one I would have chosen too. Oh, okay, good to know. Based off of names. Oh, all right. (laughs) Well, here we go with "Empire State of Mind" by Jay Z and Alicia Keys. Yeah. Now, of course, I knew this song. Definitely heard this song a few times. Uh, yeah. Don't know about any of those other songs you said. Probably I've heard them. It seems like certain songs of certain like heights of chart, mm-hmm. you can't get away from them, no matter how much of a bubble you are in. Yeah. Unless you literally don't go outside of it. Or it just even in media, you're gonna hear right? stuff in commercials or whatever. Or even shows. Shows mm-hmm. now they bring like kind of current music mm-hmm. or movies. Fuck, they're playing like Black Sabbath in movies sometimes. Which Iron Man. I gotta say, I think I think it takes me out of movies when they do that. They put the known kind of song, songs, known songs, at least in certain types of movies. Like it worked. Yeah, I should shut my mouth because I'm thinking of examples that worked, like Devil's Rejects, the beginning. Yeah, that fucking part worked perfect. Yeah, the Knight Rider. Is that what it was? No. Uh, yeah, the Knight Rider. Yeah. Uh. This song's all right to me. Well, this song was released by Alicia Keys without Jay-Z. And then her and Jay-Z did a version. Yeah, there was a version before without Jay-Z. So she just said she loves New York herself. Yeah, this doesn't is need Jay-Z to come in and tell but then he also is music. from New York, so he yeah. came in and made the song better. It works. Um, I like this uh, production tone. Real instruments. Mm-hmm. It's a real drummer. At least it sounds like a real drummer. I, I assume Jay-Z would use a real drummer, honestly. I think Alicia Keys would use a real drummer, too. Yeah. She's a piano player she and would. appreciates real music. Mm-hmm. And is Jay-Z one of those guys who every once in a while took out a real band with himself? Like, did he take the roots out ever? I can't answer that question, but I know he did do an unplugged. I don't know if you remember that. that. Is great. I would love hip hop so much more if that's how it was always done. Mm-hmm. Even Kirk has said that if Kirk had the production value he wanted and had expendable cash, he would hire a band to make his beats. Yeah, he just wants that real sound, like the hi hats. They're fucking real. They are beautiful sound. They are so crisp without being like. Yeah. Every tone in this is good. Like these songs, I can enjoy because I can listen to the tones of things. And Alicia Keys is good at singing. Her voice doesn't annoy me. Yeah, it's higher range, but it's not mad. It's yeah. not baby. She's she doesn't full. do that bit. Yeah, she's singing from the diaphragm. Good shit. And Jay Z, you got me to like be okay with Jay Z when you gave me that one album. And now it's kind of like as you get older and you hear rap that you really fucking hate, and you go back on the time, you're like, dude, you're being too harsh on this because this is actual real music. <laughs> at least compared to this post Malone shit. Uh, how many weeks do you think this was at number one? Three. Five. Damn, I'm not going to get a single one of these right. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to even do this. It's no, just kind of to add it. an element to it, just something extra. I like it. If we had enough money, I'd hire somebody to do research on every single song and tell me if there's like some producer on this that made like some special technique. Yeah, that is your favorite part of all oh, of this. I love that shit. <laughs> I would do it more. I just never, well, I waste a lot of time, so then I find myself with no time. We all waste a lot of time. <laughs> I really like that we flip the script on this and uh, are going in a better direction. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
I think it helps. But it's also nice and funny to start with things like WAP. Oh, that just sets the tone. But then going right into Hello, because without adding the bookends, we would have, and if we didn't switch it, we would have ended the episode with Hello by Adele. And that's horrible. Yeah, no, sir. That's that's a very bad way to go out. We would have been playing something else just to cleanse the palate. Because <laughs> <laughs> even though this is a slower song, it's not like that. There's still so much no, more energy and life energy. in this. And it's got somehow a New York attitude in it. I don't know if it's just because they're saying New York. It's lively. It has like, like it's energetic. It's you know the town that never sleeps, yeah. and it has the just I don't know. There's just life in this song. I never want to live anywhere that never sleeps. For real. Can I move to the town that mostly sleeps. I think about that just driving past like motels and hotels and things. Everything is so lit up outside uh-huh. that that's how it would be if you lived in a city. That oh yeah. If you just if you would have to get blackout curtains. Oh, absolutely. Or it would be so bright. And sounds. That would be the worst. Hey, fuck you. Hey, fuck you too. That's why uh, (laughs) sleeping with fans is fantastic. Even though with all those fans I had going on in that room, birds still wake me up. There are these certain birds that chirp right around like five something in the morning. (laughs) And they are so fucking piercingly loud. And they're always like in that tree. Right there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> driving you crazy that's why i can't wait until uh it's the summertime and the air is on all the time because uh, when the windows are closed and the air conditioner's on it doesn't happen as much hearing anything which then. i really like i really like the comfortable temperatures where it's like in the 60s and the 70s during the day and you can just leave the windows open it gets cold at night and in the morning and then oh, it's yeah. warm during the day like that's what i like I don't like this hot shit in the summer. I don't like when it's 80 degrees overnight when well, that happens sometimes. That's insane. The good Insanity. thing is, as we, told, as we told everyone last episode, we got something to beat the heat. We do. The pool has been set up yesterday. I know. I know. Well, we were, we were, it was actually set up two days ago. Two days ago. When we record, right we after recorded we recorded that episode. episode. Oh, it was right after. <laughs> Did not fuck around. We went straight out. We set that thing up like an <laughs> army of literally, two people. We <laughs> really got up. I think you went to the bathroom. I hit save and we were outside setting up a pool. And it was fun. And it we, is filled with water. We got in last night or yesterday. It was a little, it was cool, a little cold, but we adjusted today. It's supposed to be like 86 degrees. It's going to be nice. It's going to be fun. Super looking forward to it. We got a pump coming. It. We're taking this shit seriously. Yeah, we are. We're going to uh, have this pool and we're going to use it all summer. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So, oh, Sam. Some floaties. So I could just chill out and go, I'm floating around. I'm floating around. In a 12-foot pool. Yeah. And you're over six feet, so yeah. it's going to be super fun for you. For the first time, I can lay out oh, that's and stretch and be in the middle of the pool and not touch the side. Because usually nice. the pools that have always been purchased are, have been much smaller. Oh, usually the pools I could touch end-to-end <laughs> easily. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> and the pools have been for like Robert when he was a kid yeah. or like the one last year. Was or two years ago or whenever the fuck that was. Maybe it was even four. three. Maybe even three. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Whenever that Clarence picture was that I shared of her in that pool, yeah. uh, that didn't last very long. I think that went up one time. Absolutely. It was a pain in the ass because those little pools, they get so gross so fast. Mm-hmm. And like, Especially when you put a dog you, in it. Yeah, well, yeah true. <laughs> and even if you're putting like the tablets in it, it still needs to be like filtered, filtered. You're just 
You're yeah. not keeping everything at bay with the tablets. Especially when you live where we do, where there are, are like seven different trees in the neighbor's yard, even oh, though yeah. there are none on our yard. I've skimmed that pool yard. like 10 fucking times already. I can't wait for the filter. <laughs> so that's why I told you I would be willing to pay a little more up front Thanks, and go get Michelle. it. Oh, yeah. She took care of everything. I bought the pool. I bought the tablets. I bought the... I think s- I bought the, car- the tarp cover. That's it. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah. You bought the cover. I bought the skimmer. I bought the fil the the, the filter for it. The pumps, the the chlorine tabs or whatever they are. Yeah, I said that. <sighs> Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. Hey, I got a raise <laughs> recently, and I'm I, happy about it. I played around like a little boy yesterday already in it. <laughs> yeah, I I got tired of it after a little bit and went inside, and he's literally like, <laughs> like doing that shark things where you just kind of like stand up and just like fall on your side and. <laughs> I was doing my classic pretend I'm dead and see what, how I float if I'd be a dead corpse. <laughs> you were playing. Yeah. All right, Sam. Let's let's see. Let's check out the early 2000s here. Let's see what you chose. Let's see. I know. <clears throat> All right. So we have 2004 goodies by Ciara. I like that song. We have 2003 shake your tail feather by Nelly. Personally, would have chosen this myself because I love that fucking song. Shake your tail feather, shake your tail feather, shake your tail feather. Yeah, yeah. Show them how you do it now, right? (laughs) I'm not even okay. So, shake your tail feather by Nelly in 2003, 2002, Dilemma by Nelly and Kelly Rowland. Nelly and Kelly, Kelly and Nelly. Mm -hmm. Wow. Ah, No matter what I do, you think Freddy Krueger was there too? Because Kelly Rowland was in there. 2001. I'm real. By J Lo and Jaw Rule. That was my Jaw Rule impression. And then 2000 Music by Madonna. This is funny because you, the, like 2000, 2020s and 2018s and stuff, you're like, don't know what that is? Mm-hmm. Don't know what that is? Now we're getting into our high school area and you're like, <laughs> I know oh, song. I know every one of these <laughs> yeah, songs. Yeah. I know all of these songs. I don't have to be played any of these songs. I could <laughs> sing all of these songs for you. I think, I think it's an interesting thing. Well, let's see what Sam chose. Because like I said, I would have chosen Shake Your Tail Feather by Nelly. What I think it's a think? good song. Sam chose People at Home. He chose this. Hey, Mr. DJ. God fucking damn it. This is this sucks my balls. <laughs> I yeah. I have hated Madonna forever. <laughs> Let's explain why you chose this piece of shit. Because it is a piece of shit, and I have referenced this song ever since it came out. I will just randomly be like, Hey, Mr. DJ, put a on. Isn't this another song that you would hear at work sometimes? I don't know about that. I remember when the song came out and the video came out. Like, I was watching MTV around this time. Hey, Mr. DJ, but and this was kind of like Madonna's return at that time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was sure was. Gone for a bit. Like, yeah, she also remade American Pie. It was awful. She Ooh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I do not enjoy Madonna. I do not enjoy this song. I just think it's fucking hilarious. I think Madonna earlier in her career was way better than Madonna who keeps trying to chase the kids because I don't know if you've seen her recently. She's had butt fillers, lip fillers. She's had plastic surgery on her face. She looks fucking horrifying. Guess who's looking up Madonna right now on his phone? She is following the trend. She's like 60 years old and looks 
Well, she, did a lot of surgeries, huh? Yeah, she's turned into one of those cat-looking people. Oh, no. Don't go cat. Oh, wait, what? Was that a real picture? That's not really her, right? Oh, my God. I don't know what you're looking at. This? Yeah, that's real. What? What has she done to herself? She's horrid now. She just doesn't want to age. She wants to be relevant forever. Which, I mean, if you want to get... She looked better when she looked like Sarah Jessica Parker. And she clearly has had some work done there, I think, compared to when she was younger. Oh, yeah. She She never gets rid of that gap, though. That's like the... Okay. That's actually the best picture of her I've seen. Her as an old lady. Normal old lady. (laughs) Do that. That's way better. She looks like almost classy. No, you should look up her butt. Okay. McDonough. I said McDonough. McDonough butt. Matt McDonough butt. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, Oh no, that's a different guy. Madonna current butt. <laughs> it looks like she's wearing a diaper. Oh no. It doesn't even look good. Even though. What uh, the fuck? There's something that it people. Looks like she, looks like she's wearing the weird Al fat suit. Yeah, it, it's odd. Rockin' and the cat. two at the same time. <laughs> Oops. That is horrifying. Yeah, she is horrifying for sure. Don't understand it. I don't. I don't know why people think that looking like that is better than looking human. I understand you don't want things to sag, but that looks awful. I guess I gotta come in, but we haven't talked about the song really. It sucks. That's all you really no, that's, need. That's to what we've said. Um, hi hats. Listen to the hi hats. No, bad hi hats. Bad Madonna. Bad stop it. Um. I don't remember what I was going to say. That we should have listened to Shake Your Tail Feather? Nope. I know, man. Nope. I would have also been miserable during that. You think so? All these songs saying would have been like, ugh. Well, Shake Your Tail Feather is actually a cover from Shake Your Tail Feather, which is an old song from like the 60s. I'm going to play a sample of it because I'm so adamant that I would have chosen it over this, and I apologize. I just think it's such a better song. But I don't have history with it. I don't reference it. I've never even heard of it. I thought it was Shake Your Groove thing. Yeah, not fun. <laughs> it's, uh, has, has P. Diddy in it? Uh, it's way better. Yeah, you just keep making it worse. <laughs> no, Sam. I'm trying to. Well, let's make it, let's make it real bad for you. Here we go. All right, so now it's my turn. <laughs> Them up. These are the options that I have here. We have 1999, Smooth by Santana and Rob and Thomas. Rob, I was going to say Reiner, Thomas. 1998, <laughs> I'm Your Angel by Celine Dion and R. Kelly. Okay, don't know that. 1997, The Second Coming of Candle in the Wind by Elton John, since he rewrote a version when Diana died, and she died in 1997. Okay. 1996. Wouldn't break my heart. Touching. Thank you. It was that big sound. It was meant to be emotional and touch me, and it did. Vibrato. By Tony Braxton. And then we have 1995 One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. 
Oh, I think if anyone is a fan of this podcast and has listened, they are, they know what you're choosing right now. <laughs> doesn't come in very strong there, does it? I also hadn't turned it up <laughs> from before. One sweet day, Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. I could have read that list only and just seen the names and been like, oh, Michelle's uh, choosing this one. Don't get me wrong. This is not the strongest Mariah Carey song. But uh, this song was enormous. I'll n- oh, yeah. Do you remember this song oh, from back yeah, in the day? I know this song. For sure. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say that this is definitely a song that I assume that you do not like at all. Uh, just based on the type of song that it is and Mariah Carey's voice in the song. She does the higher the thing that you're not into in this song. Oh, yeah. It's definitely not my bag. Um Luckily, this podcast has taught me how to not be miserable uh, and just want to kill myself during things. Uh, when I listen to this song, because I listen to this playlist like twice, I don't think we're doing how many times I listen to it because we didn't have a, a set thing. A set thing. No, we're not going to do typical questions like we normally would. So, I was coming at this song like, how how does someone make? I'm talking about the voice to men sections of these, even her voice too. How does one make their voice sound so smooth without sounding cheesy? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, if I tried to make those tones, I would sound and I would feel like a fucking idiot. <laughs> arguably, arguably, the next song, I think, does that. Oh, sounds like... Yes. Is is trying to is do the, the voice? I think it is? Yeah. Yes. It's trying exactly. to do this and sound smooth, and it and just it comes out like pure corny. fucking cheese being yeah. squeezed from a can. That's a beautiful way to explain it, because it's going to come up and have a perfect example. But yeah, like even if I try. I think these dudes just. I think they have an ability to put a whisper. Huh? And a solid tone into it, so therefore it makes it like solid instead of just. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. I'm still not like, hey. Oh, I'm sure no one is enjoying this on the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely no one but me is having a good time right now. But if, uh, I can tell that if I was into this kind of song, this would, you know, like I sing Guar when I'm coming home late from tours and I need to stay awake. This would be my version of that if I was into this type of music. I'd be like, I gotta Something put this on belting. that I can belt along with and I will stay awake. That's the kind of song I hear. I'll listen to Wanye Morris. Wanye? Is he the one that likes to wear bow ties? They, they all a, did. a little spinny hat? No. <laughs> that was Nathan Morris. <laughs> um, I wish uh, somebody would have taken Boys to Men giving them some like old uh, like Motown songs. I would have loved to hear their I don't know if you've ever heard the song Motown Philly, but it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Motown Philly back again. Uh, a little but I would love to hear their voices on like old Temptation songs of that production style. I would love to hear them do that. Or like old Al Green songs or any of those types of Marvin Gaye, like just that old 70s, 60s tone. Yeah. I think uh, boys to Men would have fitted very well anyway. They were fantastic singers. They are fantastic yeah. singers. We watched, I watched that documentary with you, which is what, like, 
That's why I like watching music documentaries. I like watching live performances. It can make me turn a switch of just, this sucks. So, it's just not for me. But, but they're talented. fucking killing me. Yeah. <laughs> and if I could do that, I don't know if I would do that because I think I might still be miserable, but I can't do this. There's no fucking way in hell I could do this ever and could have never. Like, uh-huh. even if I would have trained since a little boy, this is not in my fucking DNA. What's in my DNA is like percussive instruments playing and understanding like notes and shit like that. That's what's in my fucking blood. Do not have vocal talent like this. <laughs> and so it's, I can now appreciate that. I'm not a woman, so I can't really put it that far into Mariah Carey because her voice annoys me a lot. But, uh, and she does that. She also has to lean into being the feminine person in the song Very when true. it's her and four guys. Ooh, that's a gangbang song. That's a gangbang song. That was a BBC gangbang song. That's a gangbang song. I don't know what that is. I'm just saying things. All right. BBC? We have one more song to get to before we take a break here. And uh, let's see what we have. Sam, this is, uh, we're going to go out on your song and it's going to be fun. Don't forget what we said just a couple minutes ago. Um, these are the options that we have here. 1994, number one on Sam's birthday. I'll make love to you by Boys to Men. <laughs> 1993, I would have chosen this song, Dream Lover by Mariah Carey. <laughs> 19... <laughs> Those two are dominating the charts. <laughs> 1992, End of the Road, Boys to Men. God damn! <laughs> Seriously, Mariah and Boys to Men, Boys Woo. to Men, Mariah, Boys to Men. For them to be taking over <laughs> just for so every long year. and then just kind of tossed aside like nothing out of nowhere. That, RM, that pop R&B in the early 90s it was just, so wonderful. Man, that just died immediately. Loved it. Just it. went away. Speaking of dying, 1991, I Adore Mia More by Color Me Bad. <laughs> if you're going to color us anything, color, color us, us bad. bad. And the 1990 Release Me by Wilson Phillips. Also not fitting in in the last handful of years of music Wilson at all. All right. So let's see. Okay. Out of all this boys to men, Mariah Carey, Color Me Bad, and Wilson Phillips, what Sam chose? Audience at home. <laughs> Okay, if you haven't figured it out, I chose Color Me Bad, I Adore Mia More, which sounds like an Italian guy telling someone that he likes himself more than them. The most shocking thing about any of this, aside from the fact that you chose this, which I, again, it was... It's a joke choice, again. It was also, we discussed, like, you can't, even though, even I would think, like, Boys to Men over this we just had a mariah carey and boys to men song so we can't really go back to back on that so your choices were really narrow and for me besides vocal tone all these songs are pretty much relatively the same like this sounds like a boys to men song which is a little less talented guys to me so it's not that like for in your mind i feel like this is miles apart yeah it is in mine it is just next door <laughs> dream on <laughs> But this is the example of trying to do that smooth voice and just don't have it. And you are being squirted out of a can. Yeah, you are string cheese. <laughs> You're cr- what is that? Crap. The cheese whiz. Cheese whiz. <laughs> Which every time I think of cheese whiz, all I can think of is uh, the Polly Shore character in a Goofy movie. 
the leading tower of Jesus. I hate that he was uncredited. It was so obvious what? that it was him. Yeah. Maybe he didn't want to be credited. I'm not sure, but sure it, it is him. He has a, he oh. has said that it is him. Definitely him. I saw a horrifying image of someone who made themselves that character, like with makeup and prosthetics. So wow. it's like this dog person thing. Horrifying in real life. <laughs> it's like the beers and butthead molds that are going around right now that have been around for a long time. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Um, it's funny as you see things make their circles. Like, oh, this thing's from like 12 years ago and it's making its circle again. All right. Those real life beers and butthead busts are horrifying. So, Sam, yeah. how many weeks do you think that this song was number one? One? Two? Two? I wow. can't believe this ever was number one. This song is not number Guys, one material. We're a flash in the pan. And was this even the most popular Color Me Bad song? I no, they had it, another one. it was I Want to Sex You Up. Yeah, I that's the one I would really want to listen to out of the Color Me Bad collection. Sorry, the CMBC Color Me Bad collection. And they also did that All For Love song. I don't know what that is. But yeah, this song fucking sucks, but I could not help myself from choosing. Like, you could have... You just listed the names for me, and I was, I was choosing "Color Me Bad" no matter what. Well, that Wilson, we also did listen to that Wilson Phillips song, and it was fucking horrendous. I don't remember it. Uh, and I remember, was it behind? They did not have a "Color Me Bad" behind the music. Was it just like on those "I Love the '80s" and "I Love the '90s" shows? Probably. And they would show that one clip of "Color Me Bad," which we've already referenced, where they would say, "If you're gonna color us anything, color us bad." And it would make me laugh all the time. Oliver's getting in the uh, window shade. He's like, I am not conforming to your bullshit of this. He's going to get the things he loves most. Sun and a little blanket on top of himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we do. This is their own special take on this like soft whisper thing. They this is their romance. Do, do a different language instead of girl. You know, I love so much. Both of their other hit songs that I'm familiar with are upbeat songs. This song sucks my oh, balls. Oh, yeah, this song is terrible. If I had a, an asshole that was on sale for the sucking, these men could have the whole thing. <laughs> and I don't mean in a sexual way. <laughs> I mean, I want you to in digest my asshole. <laughs> uh, I'll say this. been saying about every production so far. Real hi-hats. So I'm okay with that. But the, even the tones on this thing the most... Those, those are not real hi-hats. I take that back. That's, that's not bad. You hear it really fake right there. Sounds like a fucking 8-bit robot playing a fucking drum Yes, set. I adore me uh, more. So earlier when I said... If you want to color us anything, color, color us bad. bad. Uh... Earlier when you just stopped it. It was almost done. Fuck that shit. Earlier when I said that, uh, you know, when I say this song sucks, it's mostly just blah, blah, blah. And this is just not my No, thing. that song sucks. No, that song sucks. That song legitimately <laughs> fucking sucks. That one could artistically just get out of here. <laughs> just leave. You are not welcome. Uh, so we are going to take a break. And I think yeah. it's appropriate to, uh, you know, let's just do this on this New Jack City. We'll be back. I want to sex you up, baby. Let's this is the true color of me bad. Enjoy this song. What are we going to say? Sex you up. There we go. 
This song is also really not good. No, it's terrible too. It's funny. We'll be back. See a giant guy on the side of the road the size of 15 guys. I love Shaq! I love Shaq, yeah, yeah. Shaq says, Stay away, fools. I dribbles. Yeah, I love Shaq. Really fun with no back. With a size 20 feet. Just a funky old Shaq. Making all the glass Smashing all the backboards, smashing all the ladies, smashing all the backboards, smashing all the ladies. Up not and extra hot. Put on this song. pussy right in your face. Swipe like your nose like, like a credit card. card. <laughs> Hop on top. I... Oh, it's so good. That's one of my favorite things in like rhyming and hip hop world and everything. It's like blah 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 like a blah blah blah. <laughs> it's one of the best things. <laughs> it's funny. Welcome back. We're Welcome back. back. We're back. Welcome back to the Couple of Critics podcast 200th episode. What, what are we calling the episode? Oh, I Sam, forgot. it's the Couple of Critics <laughs> favorite birthday number one song. There we go. Of course, everyone's favorites. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Do, 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 do. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. That's the best birthday song. Happy birthday to you. Wow, time to celebrate your birthday. It happens every year. We eat a lot of broccoli and drink a lot of beer. Eat a lot of broccoli uh-huh. and drink a lot of beer. Imagine the farts coming out of you on that night. Eat a lot of broccoli, drink a lot of beer. I would shit my pants. You can tell he's a big beer drinker. Yeah, right. He knows what to pair beer with. I remember when he did say, like, I don't drink alcohol except for, like, a... like a wine at like dinner or something like, like once that. or twice a year i think yeah and it's just like a meal thing but he says he's never been drunk same with frank zappa that's the way he did it like he would imbibe an alcohol but like a glass of wine with dinner but that was it would not indulge and become 
out of control. He tried weed and he said it just made him sleepy and he didn't like it. He likes coffee or he liked coffee and cigarettes. <laughs> I bet he the two things that fucking gross me out. But his breath was phenomenal. Oh man, you ever think about that? Like we were watching that George Carlin documentary and you see his teeth in it, and you're like, everyone's breath in the fifties, sixties, and seventies had to be horrendous. Well, this trial will be good and over by the time that this episode comes out, but everyone's sucking Johnny Depp's dick, and he has some of the grossest fucking teeth I've seen in a while. That's so weird when somebody can pay for their teeth to be fixed. And when they someone just owns don't. an island, but right? they'll let their teeth we look awful. I don't, like we have, we have in, uh, in person, gotcha. we have face-to-face. So let's get back into this list. We still have seven more songs to go. Yeah. We still have some songs to choose from and talk about and uh, go through. And we have hit the 80s. We are coming back with Whoa, the 80s. We're actually going to get into a year that we were born. Yes, we will. And uh, I do. I did actually bring up because I'm. I wanted to know what was number one on your my actual day birthday birth because I have it's... mine here because we're doing. We're coming back with my songs. All right. All right. So here on my birthday. 199 I'm sorry ah, 1989 We didn't start the fire by okay. Billy Joel I know this one maybe this is the decade where I know every song you say 1988 Look away by Chicago Uh yeah it goes Look away look away look away oh, oh, oh. Right by Enya 1987 Faith by George Michael Yeah and Lip Biscuit I remember 1986 The next time I fall Peter Cetera and Amy Grant. Wow, Peter Cetera and Chicago, two hits in the same decade. And 1985, the day that I was born, the song Broken Wings by Mr. (laughs) Mr. was number one. And then... These broken wings... You don't know know the words there either? No, I don't give a shit. (laughs) That is the truth. And then uh, just, you know, to add a little extra in here, the number one song, The Day That Sam Was Born, Money For Nothing, And Your Cheeks For Free, by Dire Straits. That little, don't say this word, he's a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. They still play that on the radio and oh, they yeah. leave that song in because oh, yeah. it's not as offensive, I guess. I think it's because it's this, the song is too grooving. <laughs> we know. We know. We hear it. I wish nothing was censored and everything was <laughs> left in there and on all of the songs. Yeah, right. Was he talking about Jimmy Page there? Isn't that the story? I don't remember who I'm he's talking sure about. pretty sure that's who he's talking about. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see what I decided. And I can tell you right now, it's going to have nothing to do with Peter Cetera or Chicago. You don't like any Chicago? No, I don't. You don't like a Saturday in the uh, maybe that's the only one that's okay but i think that song still sucks after a while <laughs> okay <laughs> i think it's only okay for like you know a smidgen of time and then it's it falls it falls here I we go go sh- oh, go ahead oh yeah i know what you're choosing here if it ever starts playing it's another one of those slow light fade-ins it certainly doesn't come in like the superior version of this song oh an or- i don't remember an organ coming in at all very religious mm-hmm. with that ass it's religious with that ass religious and of course uh, it's it's Sir George Michael this is Faith why wouldn't I choose Faith I'm not gonna choose Broken I Wings Faith out of all those Broken Wings by Mr. Mr. sucks balls and we didn't start the fire yeah you did 
You're standing song, in a fire and you're still there. Annoyed me. Uh, I feel like that video was on a lot on VH1 back in the day, so I've, I've seen the video a lot. But Can you boost the volume up just a little bit. Thanks. I'm much higher than usual. I think the song is just a little low. Um, I mean, in general, I sometimes I'm not even in the top half, and oh. here I'm almost maxed out. Yep. Somebody needs to remaster this version. Boost them's volumes. No, you're lower than usual. Huh? That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, for the rest of the episode, you haven't had to turn it up. Uh, I never knew about this song until Limp Bizkit did it. Correct. Same with you? No. Yeah. Hey, that is correct. That is right. That's... That that your memory is correct. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm good. You know about my. Me- I'm good. <laughs> I'm glad to know you know about my memory. Yeah, I also didn't know about this song until Limp Biscuit, and I do agree that the Limp Biscuit is way more energetic. Oh yeah, you get that section where he's like, "Look at Yeah. Um, I don't know that I would say that it's better. I think both versions are very good. Honestly. Oh, you like this version? Yeah, I do. This song's not bad. It's just... It's just not like what you're used so to. Cheesy. It's like someone took a song that was heavy and uh, and flattened it out, <laughs> right. is what it seems like to us <laughs> from our perspective, when right. this is what people had first. I should actually look at it the other way, because remember, I'm always like, I hate it when people take songs and make them heavy. <laughs> but... uh the 80s, so they're playing some real drums. I love the stick clicks on the snare, or the rim of the snare. It's another one of the songs that are just very simple. It's, and it's very clean sounding. Uh, not pristine is not the word, but it's clear. I can hear everything very well. Nothing's clashing with each other. I can pick out every instrument and mm-hmm. listen to it individually. And then I can pull back and hear it all as a whole. And that is like my favorite kind of mixing is when I can hear everything yeah. correctly. And you can actually like zone in on something. Like I could zone in just on the. Because everything's just so like small and simple and. Did you right? There's not a lot. They're relying on George Michael's charisma. Really charisma? Because it's not like he's singing a lot either. No. That is it. It's literally all those like. Like just the way he says words and adding the. Like it's, Michael Jackson. It's also a very pleasant three minute and 13 second song. Oh, thank you. That's where I'm at nowadays in everything. I assume I the Limp Biscuit version short. is probably shorter. Look it up. Let's get a taste. I assume, I, I think it is actually shorter. Because I remember being pretty short. I mean, I got to attribute like Limp Biscuit's faith to me getting into to heavy- Catholicism. Oh, yeah. Limp Biscuit's faith is 226. Fuck yeah, boys. Yeah, this is what I remember. I remember learning this on guitar. This album, or this song in, like, this album got me into heavy music. Like, well, being okay with nice. screams. Oh, God. This is such an interesting choice. Knowing the original song to think that someone would take that and make right. it a hit. And I know, I think I remember reading he did not want to do this. Whose idea was it then? I wouldn't be surprised if it was studio's idea. Hey, we need something to... That was already a hit. Man, his vocal fry. Off. He sounds awful. Fred Durst has grown on me lately, though, to realize like he's just doesn't give goofy a fuck. and is just having fun. Yeah, I do respect it's that as Travis well. Travis to like break that barrier. I think for so me. too. Here's the part I wanted to hear. This is yeah. inarguably better. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think anyone can say the other one is better. <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, it's definitely better, but I still like the other version for sure. This makes me feel like I'm 14. I honestly remembered this not sounding as bad as it does. This sounds worse than I remembered it sounding. Oh, the mix and everything? Yeah, this is that 2000s, 19, late 90s, 2000s metal production where the snare is real pung and has a big ring to it. I was going to fade out, but I can't fade out until we at least get some something that's worth it again. Huh. I'm sure if Travis is listening, he's enjoying this. <laughs> It's pretty good at screaming, but he's killing his throat. Get the fuck up! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that fucking right. pit would open up like crazy right there. I could feel it. Oh, I can watch absolutely. those and listen to old like System of a Down. I've been listening to that first album again. And I could feel myself in a pit in that album. Like I would lose my goddamn mind during that time. Well, Sam, let, let's see what we have next. What, let's oh, see what I, your pick was from the early 80s. We have boom. 1990. God damn it. Why is everything 1990? Because I have a, we love the 90s. I really hate the 80s or I really love the 90s or both. <laughs> it's both. We'll see. <laughs> 1984. What's love got to do with it? Tina Turner. What's love got to do? 1983. Maniac by Michael Sambello. I'm a maniac. Maniac. On the floor. 1982, Hard to Say I'm Sorry by Chicago. I'm sure I know it, but I can't sing it for you. 1981, Endless Love, Diana Ross and Lionel Richie. I'm sure I know it, but I can't sing it for you. My Endless Love. Okay, yeah, I'm there. <laughs> I prefer the uh, Mariah Carey and Luther Vandross remake. Oh, Luther V, huh? Yeah, and then 1980, Upside Down by Diana Ross Solo. Upside Down. Uh, I agree with your choice. Let's just go ahead oh, and do this. It's the only choice to choose. It's got a groove like no other. This song fucking rules. And we're like, this is like disco still. Uh-huh. This is late disco. How the 80s changes. It's wild. From 80 to 89. Everyone just drastic. Everyone just dropped the the disco sound. Oh too. yeah, dropped like the sheen and like the cleanliness. Boy, or not the cleanliness, the fake sheen, the fake glitter. Oh, I didn't ask. How long do you think Faith by George Michael was in the number one spot? Three weeks. Perfect. You got oh, one. Do you want to guess for this one, or do you want to wait a minute? Five, four. My theory is, as you go back, songs stay on the charts a little bit longer. There's not as many songs. <laughs> and it just seems like radio was so much more important at this time. You know? Whereas now, radio is, I mean, shit. I would maybe change that mentality. That's weird because if you get like in the 50s. No, I totally agree. I would think it'd be the other way. But that's not the case on with these songs, talk which is very surprising. I'm going to talk about another podcast right now, but on Bananas for Bonanza, he's been talking about the song called Theme for a Summer Place. That's been the hit song for like five weeks now. And when you hear a theme from a summer place, you'll go, oh, that song. Well, I'm going to have to look that up then. So that's what's been influencing me. Like, oh, I think back in the day, it's probably been sitting in 10 weeks. But you already told me seven was the highest. Eight was, Eight was with all about that bass. 
all about that base. <laughs> so funny, she's the one that gets mm-hmm. Good for her. Yeah, that was her first fucking song too. That's always nice, but that's the thing that people usually can't recapture. Yeah, but she can. She's she can play state fairs for the rest of her life. Came out and established herself. So yeah, I agree that uh, "Upside Down" by Diana Ross is the song oh, to choose. This one of those. This song is legitimately good. I legitimately enjoy this song. This isn't one of those cases where, well, it was the best one of the list and I just mm-hmm. had to choose. This is like, I've always liked this song. When I heard the song was a choice, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, we're in. Mm-hmm. Real drums because didn't have anything else. You just had to fucking play this. I mean, they had some stuff, but it wasn't mainstream. Yeah. This is like a full band. I don't hate disco. No, we had a whole disco episode. There's a fucking it was great. A lot of great disco. Oh, yeah. Well, it was specifically, wasn't it a guy who got fired from a radio station who started the whole Disco Sucks thing? I'm pretty sure that's what yeah, it was. And he didn't even believe it himself? It was a, it was one man's spite is all that was. Yeah. And then it just grew, which is ridiculous because Disco did not suck. I think it's also fueled by homo, uh, what's the word? Uh, when you're scared of homosexuals, what's the word? Homophobia. Yeah. Uh, I think it was boosted a lot by homophobia at that time, too, because discos had a lot of gay people in it. So, like, it was more if you open were already to angry at gay people, people and you're yeah. just some Midwestern fucking asshole. It was also the new 80s sound that came out. It was that fucking, like, punk sound that also was just like, yeah, disco sucks. And, and it seems to do that. It, that happens. Like, even in the 90s, as we get into, like, early 90s, then we go, the fucking 80s glam metal sucked. Here's Nirvana. <laughs> and then New Metal came and said, fuck you, yeah, that shit grunge. Sucks. <laughs> grunge, you can suck my dick. So it's ever-changing. And then rap came and has just uh, taken uh, hold of everything since. for a while now. <laughs> Nothing seems to uh, get past that electronic mumble rap that's the thing nowadays. It'll go away. Everything has its cycles. I'm Here's wait- hoping. I'm waiting for the next cycle of uh, rock and roll. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like more, yeah. not so, not so computer music. I think that's the next thing that's it's coming. It's gonna be tough. Here we go. Well, I'm gonna check out this theme from a summer place that you were talking about because <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you've heard this for sure. Out on the range, holding hands, everything's. Deserted, and we're gonna die from dehydration. Dysentery still a thing in these parts. Dysentery still a thing in these parts. And by parts, I mean my digestive system. So that's a yes. Yeah, that's why I was giving you the thumbs up, and you're just supposed to tell the people, yes, she agrees, because she's singing this beautiful song. I confused the thumbs up for the finger. I forgot finger is shut up. So I shut up when you put the thumb because yeah, I thought was you were like, Sam, you. I'm doing a bit. Shut the fuck up. No, baby, 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 baby. That song makes me think of like fire Sadness? hydrants. No, like fire hydrants being open for kids to play in on the streets, which I've never seen in real life, well, but would love to. Because of the movie Sleepers, I don't think of that. I think of more like the love and spoonful and shit mm, like that, that. That too. Ah, uh, that fucking movie that you just said that I can't remember. Sleepers? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I couldn't think of... I was thinking Strangers in my head. But the Strangers, I think, is that movie at the end where they're like, why are you doing this to us? And those three people are like, because you were home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which always hit me like, oh, fuck, that's 
crazy. I rewatched, I'll go ahead and just say this randomly for no reason. I rewatched The Son in Law last night yes. out of nowhere. Yes, she did. I saw that it was free because every, every month YouTube makes a, just a chunk of movies free. And you you can just like see what they have available. And it was just like, here, son-in-law, you probably like this. And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. And I watched it and it was cracking me up almost as hard as it did when I was a child. You did say to me, this movie still holds up. It totally holds up. <laughs> Polly Shore is a gem. He was an absolute fucking gem. And Patrick Renna was adorable in his little seduce me, please shirt. Seduce me. But when he went to the dorms mm-hmm. to move his sister into college and then he goes through the uh dorm mates stuff and then he pulls out her bra and he's like excuse me i can't hear you and puts it over his head what a little dick what a little dick he was so that's, adorable with his chubby little cheekies there's no consent there that's that's bad well and then she was a lesbian and brought her girlfriend in and they made out in front of the the dad the, the whole family yeah and then patrick Renner was like dad do you still have the camera handy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Grant was a little horn dog. He was so he was just a kid of the nineties for oh, us. Fuck yeah. He was in the big green. He's still he was an in adult the, of the nineties. He was in the sandlot. Like he was Isn't his Instagram all like him just referencing the sandlot? Some of it is him just referencing things of his past. God, I hope he references that X Files episode that he was in. That was my favorite episode of all time with him and uh Giovanni Rabisi. They, Giovanni oh, Ribisi was in that No, that episode? was different. Giovanni Ribisi and Jack Black oh. are the one. That's my favorite gotcha. episode of X-Files. X-Files. I didn't know you've seen any episode of the X-Files. Yeah, I've seen some. I was just never a huge fan. I never got into it, but uh, I didn't dislike it if I ever saw it. It just wasn't for me at the time. I never liked like true crime stuff. I never oh, liked yeah. any of that stuff growing up. True. I like crime. It was just a weird. I like it when there's a show on TV at the time that's like supernatural and weird. And it's not just love stories and shit like that. So like when, like Erie, Indiana. Yeah, I just have ruled. I've always kind of, and we've talked about that this plenty on this episode, so I'm not going to go into detail, but I've always been kind of not into fantasy. So, yeah. All right, let's get back into this. Let's see what we have here for the late, the latter half of the 70s and what I got to choose from. Wait, how far back are we going? Did we say we in the 60s? No, because of the whole book ending thing. Oh, yeah. We're going to the 50s. We into, uh, I wrote down every song that was number one between 2020 and 1955. Just in that birthday time span. Just, yeah. Not every single Not every song. single one, but just the ones that fit and the options that are here. So 1979, Babe by Styx. 1978, Le Freak by Chic. Le Freak. Say Chic. Freak, yeah. 1977, You Light Up My Life by Debbie Boone. Light up my life. 1976, Tonight's the Night by Rod Stewart. Oh, boy. 1975, Fly, Robin, Fly by Silver Connection. Or Convention, sorry. Silver Convention? Convention. Interesting. I know that song. Well, let's see what I chose. And uh, let's party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. I stuck with that disco sound. Left Freak by Chic. Again, this song is legitimately good, so... 
So this is actually the only song that had a break in their tenure at the top. Oh, really? Everyone else had a steady... Executive. Yeah. Uh, they had a steady hold, even if it was only for a short amount of time. This this one, uh, this came back after dropping out for a second. You want to guess how many weeks that this was number one? Total? I'm yeah. going to say five. Only three. Damn. It was number one for two weeks, dropped off for a week, I believe, and then came back for one more. You don't took it out? I don't. Damn. I don't remember. You don't need to read into it if I you don't want to. definitely find it. Easily. Um, who sings this? Chic. They're just called Chic? La Freak. Say, Say Chic. Yeah. Freak out! This has been on every compilation, like disco, 70s funk album that's ever existed. It is pretty classic. So it deserves to be there. Forever. Alright, so let's look at this here. What knocked it out? You Don't Bring Me Flowers by Barbara Streisand and Neil Diamond for one week. I have no idea what that is. And I was wrong. It was uh, number one for one. No, here it was. It's You Don't Bring Me Flowers for one week. Then La Freak by For One Week. You Don't Bring Me Flowers for one week. Then La Freak for the last two weeks of the year. Ah! So they battled it out, which is... I, I, the songs are absolutely nothing alike. You don't bring me I don't know flowers. what that is. It's a total ballad. It's, oh, so it's, it's a, it's a snooze fest. Snooze? It's a snooze fest. <laughs> it's worse than a snooze fest. Snooze. Schlemiel. Schloss and Pepper Incorporated. On the floor. Ah, freak out. I love the guitar work in this. It's great. So good. It's it's the kind of guitar that I wish I had noticed when I was younger and learned how to play this type of guitar too. Because like, I play what I play because it's what I fell in love with. Like, the sound of. Mm-hmm. I never noticed the guitars in funk songs back in the days. For some reason, everything was just like a blanket of sound. Mm-hmm. As I'm older, and I hear, look at, listen to that fucking guitar player. He is jamming his ass off. And he's doing like interesting rhythms. Like, <laughs> should have learned that. I mean, I could probably figure it out now. But if I would have learned that when I was like 14, it was just part of my blood from then on, I'd be a different guitar player right now. I'd have more than one set of skills. I'd have two. How you have more sets of skills than that, please. You pick up things in everything you do because you want to be good at everything you do, which is important, I think. What did I say to you the other day about trying to get better at golf? I just want to be better than my friends. (laughs) Aren't you and Zach pretty on the same? Zach and I fight back and forth. Zach's having a good day. He's got me. If I'm having a good day, I've got him. But it's always like a stroke or two. Yeah, you guys are very close. But I just want to consistently beat Zach. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hopefully you just put a fire under his ass if he heard that. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, I'm not going to get it. I was going to start talking about golf. Oh, shut the fuck up. Please do, because it has nothing to do with the song. the cover of this chic thing you're looking at? 
Wow, I've never seen a album cover like that. I've never seen Chic. I haven't either. I don't even know. If, it looks like there's five people. Two women, three guys. Yeah, they all look kind of distinguished in a really ritzy looking house. On the floor. I have a feeling that this it's band so just good. wanted to have fun. At least I hope so. Oh, I hope all their songs band. were similar like that. I hope they didn't like drop down real low. This is the only good song. Wouldn't that be weird if this is the only song that sounded like that at all? I would be very disappointed, but it'd be like Drowning Pool. It'd be like a handful of bands. Right? Drowning Pool is the one that always sticks out for me. I bought it for, let the bodies hit the floor. And I was like, ooh, if this is, if this is the single, they got to be getting heavier on the rest of the album. I wonder how many people no felt the same as you. Way. What do you call it? The drowning pool dilemma? Or <laughs> I am calling it that now. <laughs> do you suffer from the drowning pool dilemma? The DPD? The double penetration dick? That's penis, that's two. I'm is, aware of what is, double means. And it's long enough you. and positioned enough that you can get it in the ass and veg. Yeah, that's where two balls just smack against each other the entire time. <laughs> Ugh, that's just... That's the, mm. when you fuck your balls just slam into a woman's date. <laughs> you know what sucks about that is that I feel like there'd be some sort of like unspoken ego race. So you would just be like hurt in the process in one of those like I'm going to fuck this hole better than you. I'm going to fuck this hole better than you. Oh, what well, if you're getting d- gangbanged? Imagine or double teamed? Oh my god, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Or you're or if you're you're just a, you're on a team, you're not trying to fight each other. It's double team. <laughs> you're there to please the woman as much as possible. It's not about the two guys. I'm not into this. <laughs> okay, we'll move on. I'm not into this. This is this Michelle is not does me. not want to be double teamed. Everything about that sounds horrifying. <laughs> no, there's nothing about that that sounds fun. All right. It honestly has made me feel nauseated right now. I am nauseous at the thought of two dicks <laughs> thrusting <laughs> in one part of me. That's the thing. No, you can put one in the mouth and then one in the veg. <laughs> you can put one in your mouth. I technically could at one point, yes. And if it's a gun, that's all you need. Ah. Bang, bang. Kiss, kiss. No. <laughs> Just bang, bang. <laughs> Um, how did, oh wait, we already did that with LaFreak. Oh, how many weeks do you think that was normal? I'm pretty sure it was three and I think it had a break. With you don't bring me flowers. All right. So 1974, Sam, what are we going to choose here? We have Can't Get Enough of Your Love Babe by Barry White. Can't get enough of your love 1973, Delta Dawn by Helen Reddy. Don't know it. The only thing I know Don't about Helen Reddy is in that Frank Zappa songs when they go, Helen Reddy. She did, I am woman, woman hear me roar. roar. The number's too big to ignore. Oh, she's a blast. Uh, 1972, Black and White by Three Dog Night. Don't know it. I don't think I do either. You didn't listen to all the songs? We did. I just don't fucking remember. This is I didn't ago. listen to all these songs with you. You were sitting right there when I did it because I was like, I got to do this now or else I won't do it. 1971, Go Away Little Girl by Donny Osmond. That's a that's not a uh, <laughs> title that you heard very much back in, around that time. Yeah, right. It was always Come Here, Little yeah. Girl. On a magic carpet ride. And then 1970, Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Diana Ross. Ain't No Mountain High Enough. 
but it, no, you're doing the better version because oh, there's right. the Marvin Gaye version, which is way better than yeah, hers. That's right. That's the one that you think of. It's him and someone else. I think that's why a choice was made differently on this grouping. Yeah. All right. So out of those choices, let's see what Sam chose. I've heard oh. people say only one choice out of all of those. Can't get enough of your love, babe. It, it definitely would have been that version of "Ain't No Mountain High Enough" if it was that version. But that version we heard—that that was the hit. Yeah, was not what I wanted to hear. And Barry White. He's a goofy-ass motherfucker, isn't he? He looks like a big old lion. He's always got like this huge hair oh, yeah. on top of his head, like helmet hair. Oh yeah. Uh, it just. An iconic sex idol? For some reason, I don't understand. Only his voice, not his body. I wonder if he had a fucking... Darling, he had to have a huge I... hog. Maybe he's talking like this. Maybe that's part of why he was popular. He could sing like a babe and he could fuck like a man. <laughs> a stallion. Making the stallion. <laughs> when did he die? I'm gonna look up some... My guess, my my guess is in the 90s. I just pulled up my phone and all I had was Madonna's current butt on there. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I remember this fucking guy's name? Very right white. Now? I was gonna say Al Green. Cause you got problems. That's why. I know I have memory problems. Barris White died July 4th. Oh. Wanna take a guess? I already said in the 90s. No, 2003. Oh, okay. I would have guessed like 1997 or something. I wonder how he died. I don't know. I assume it had something to do with his heart being very uh, weighed upon. Health problems and death. Due to a poor diet, White was overweight for most of his adult life and suffered from blah, blah, blah. Smoking approximately 150 cigarettes a day. Roughly between seven and eight packs of cigarettes a fucking day. Jesus. Minor stroke. That's unreal. Right? How do you smoke that? I mean, that, that's back to back to back, right? Like, that's not... That's like not stopping. Yeah, that's just constantly smoking yes. cigarettes. Oh, my and maybe, God. And maybe two at a time at some point. White's unstable health prevented him from receiving a new kidney on July 4th, 2003. He died at blah, blah, after suffering, suffering cardiac arrest. At what age do you think Barry White died? 69. 58. Did not make it long. That's what happens when you smoke 150 cigarettes a fucking day. That's grotesque. That is insane. And now I'm going to look up Barry White's dick. <laughs> I'm so interested when people have huge cocks for some reason. No, you're not. You get a, you get weird talking about it. I get jealous because I don't have one and it's unfair. <laughs> hey, life's unfair. You also don't have a dad. I think that's worse. <laughs> I'd rather have the big dick. <laughs> Well, I don't want to say anything, but you're not, you're not doing a bad job. Hey! I think you're fine. That's what you should have, that's the thing to say. You are above average, you know this. Shut the fuck up. Why are, why are you making me talk about this on the podcast? Oh, wait. Is it the seven biggest whackers in Hollywood? Is he on there? I guarantee he wasn't because I've never heard about it. Yeah, there's nothing about his dick. Yeah, because his belly swallowed it. Sam, but you should get your shit together, baby. I'm very much together. <laughs> You're lucky that landed appropriately. 
So this is the right choice. Oh, out of all those, for sure. Uh, and I don't even... This song's okay. It's not like... No, it's not a good song. I think it's fine. It's not a bad song. It's not a bad song, but it's not a good song. It's just a song that exists, and it's yeah. fine whatever. And I don't get upset when it's being played, but like, I'm never seeking out this song. It, it's a song that you kind of say in reference, but you don't need to necessarily listen to it but you also it's fine if it plays <laughs> it's really just a whatever song to me like i don't have an opinion either way i can but i can say it's not bad but it's not a great song and barry white's not like anything's he's just a deep voice yeah, his like, voice I never, isn't that great i never thought it's he was hitting notes anything that special w- yeah it's just a fucking deep ass voice darling <laughs> Can't get enough of your love, say, babe. I prefer Isaac Hayes' deep voice over Barry White's deep voice. Agreed. I think Isaac Hayes' voice is like butter low voice, and I think he sounds like and he's deeper a singer. Uh, what's his name? Al White, Barry White, melted. Ba- Barry White's just sounds like just kind of almost not talking, but just going ah oh ah, <laughs> and then he goes. That's like smoking while he does takes in the studio kind of shit. How many uh, weeks do you think that that song was number one? Three. One. One? This is actually the uh, one. Uh, it's well, it's the obviously shortest? on the... <laughs> I mean, of course, if it's one. but uh, Zero weeks. <laughs> then it wouldn't be on the list. Uh, okay, so let's uh, move it along. We only have a few more songs here, I believe. We sure do. Here we are. We are in the 60s. 1969, number one on my birthday. Na na, hey hey, kiss him goodbye by Steam. Na 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 na, eh eh eh. They don't say kiss him goodbye though. Right? I don't think it's that song. How can it not be that song? Kiss him goodbye. Na na, hey hey, kiss him yeah. goodbye. Na 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 na, hey hey, goodbye. 1968 Love Child, Diana Ross and the Supremes. Diana Ross really fucking... Oh, she takes over. She had a span that she had number one songs from what I see from the 60s through the 80s and no one else did that I'm seeing at least on our birthdays. So, good for her. Uh, 1967 Daydream Believer by the Monkees. Daydream Believer. 1966 Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys. We've had that on We've this. We've covered that song. We sure have. In 1965, Turn, Turn, Turn by the Birds. I really wish I knew what that Na Na Hey Hey Kiss Him Goodbye is. I don't think it's, it's that song. Na 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 Na. Eh, eh, eh. Kiss Him Goodbye. Or is it go like this? Na Na. Hey Hey. Kiss Him Goodbye. It is. I just didn't know it was ever kiss him goodbye. Did they say that? I think it's just goodbye. Yeah, so it doesn't match what they're saying at all because it's only na na hey hey kiss him goodbye. As you can tell, that's not the song I chose because I wasn't even sure of what it was. True, All very right, true. Uh, I chose Turn, Turn, Turn by the Birds because I think this song is solid as hell. I think it's a good song. You can kiss. You can just kiss a cheek. I'm not mad at you. Kiss a cheek. Yeah, just kiss a cheek. The one up here, preferably. By my teeth. Well, uh, maybe see? I should be more specific. Uh, <laughs> the one by my nose. What do you got? Is that? Teeth. Something dentata. 
teeth dentata? When there's teeth in the vagina, something dentata. That movie was horrendous. I couldn't finish it. it was I never so bad. started. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> I don't need to never sleep again. <laughs> I mean, it made sense why she did it. If someone was like trying to, he was like raping her. Oh, it all makes sense. It's just the most terrifying thing to it's think about. It's literally the worst thing ever. He was raping her and her vagina bit his dick off. That's as far as I got the movie. I was like, this is ridiculous. I am done. I'd rather watch Rubber. The movie with the fucking tire? Absolutely. <laughs> killer tire. It's it the just shit. just rolls. Yeah. <laughs> it rules. <laughs> All right, how many weeks do you think this song was number one? Three. Did you see it? No. Oh, you got it. Hey! So far, the two that you've gotten were both three-week guesses. I say, I've been saying three, I think, for the last five. And it was uh, Faith by Georges Michael and uh, this song. I like how you uh, got sheets to color code the decades. Very organized. Very organized, you is. This song is uh, not one of my favorite oldies songs, but I've never not enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's a good solid song. Said it's, it's not a song I'm going to bust a window in for, but... You never hear these types of guitar tones anymore. Or these drum tones. It's a classic 1965 sound. I don't even know if you could make these sounds anymore. If you did, you'd have to literally get the equipment that was used. That probably has something to do with it. The same guitars, the old, all of it, the old strings. Yeah. Be hard to get. It's a good sound, though. It's kind of like what the uh, Fritz was going for. Or is it Fitz? Fitz. Fitz. And the Tantrums. Fitzgerald? Fitzsimmons? I don't remember. He's probably a Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald Simmons, that guy. He had a tantrum that. Fitzgerald isn't his name. Gerald Fitzsimmons? <laughs> Just look at it like you want me dead. It's because you interrupt me to say things like that. I know, that's my place on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And my place are the stairs. <laughs> The stairs. It should be the stairs because I'm a fat piece of shit, but it's just the <laughs> one with my it's the stairs with my eyes. I'm excited. Dippy, dippy shit, man. I'm excited to hip, but I'm excited to dip. When you dip, you I want, dip, we dip. You want a big dip? I want to dip in my lip. No, I want to dip in some chips. Chips and dips? Mm-hmm. I've never been a dip guy when it comes to chips. I just want the chips. Only when I was a kid, because no one ever bought dips. Like, my dad would buy chip dip, but no one buys chip dip anymore. Everyone just buys chips. Just buy the chip. Don't need a dip. I'm sure I would enjoy it if it was around. You probably would. You like condiments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's sour cream based, so it would probably mess with my stomach much faster now than it would when I was a child. You have to fart your brains out? Is that what you're saying? Maybe poop some of those brains out too. All right, so what do we have next? This one's going to be fun. We have Sam's last choice 1964, The House of the Rising Sun by The Animals. Uh 1963, Blue Velvet by Uh Bobby Vinton. Bobby V! 
1962, Sherry by The Four Seasons. 1961, Michael by The Highwaymen. Michael! 1960, The Twist by Chubbish Checkus. Chubbish Checkus? Chubby Checker. What do you think that Sam chose? Honestly, there's a few I could have chosen on there. Well, maybe two. Two yeah. in total. Two are the options, but you don't right. usually go for slow songs, nope. so it makes I sense. I chose the party dance time song. And one of the few dances I can do. I can do the goddamn twist. Everybody can do the goddamn twist. Come on, baby. Even if you're in a wheelchair, you can do the twist. Unless you're, like, paralyzed from the neck down. I love uh, back in the day when people would have their names based on their weight. Oh, yeah. so you get like Fats Domino yeah. and Chubby Checker, and I'm like, yeah, I should come out as Tank Ass Michelle. Tank Ass? Well, then it flipped there for a bit, and then it was like ironic. Yeah, tiny, mm-hmm. smalls, <laughs> things like that. What? You want to be, what was your, Tank Ass? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Tank Ass Michelle, I don't think it's right, though. Yeah, that doesn't fit. Chubby Checker. Let's see. What's, what's Michelle? Monstrous Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna twist I love his vocal tone. Malatosis Michelle. Listen to how loud that pie hat is and how bad it sounds. How many weeks at number one? I'm gonna say two. One? Really? This is the other one that's uh, at the bottom, which is surprising to me because this seems like such a, uh, oh, what would you call it? foundational song in music oh yeah this is like you buy like rock and roll rock and roll essentials like from the 50s and 60s and this would be on it yeah but it wasn't as big of a song as i apparently assumed that it would have been it also seems like one that gets used in uh soundtracks and movies when people want to reference like the 50s and the early 60s they will choose songs like this Uh so they're walking into a diner or into a malt shop this song will be playing, even though this is 60, right? 1960. This is like yeah. the turn. This is kind of like what the 80s was. I feel like you would have heard this song in a movie that is representing the 50s in a diner, though. Uh-huh. So it would have been a little off time-wise, but m- mentally, that's kind of where I go, to those checkered diners. Those chubby checkered diners. Yeah, there you go. Um, I think it also might have something to do with that if this is 60. I mean, he almost took like all of what 50s was, the 50s was, and made like the all-encompassing track. Here's the 50s in one fucking song right here. So it's even got like the doo-wop sound without it being a doo-wop sound. With song. Like, it's got da, 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 da. It seemed like this was the end of this sound for sure. For sure. So, what? A couple years later, you're getting, there was a house in New Orleans. I do think, because, again, if we had kept things how they were, this is how we would have started the podcast with this song, and this would have been a strong start. A strong start, but like you said earlier, a bad ending. A very bad ending, but because I decided to look a little further and found WAP, I decided to look back a little further also, uh, and I found a song that was number one way before I was born. I'd say a good 30 years before I was born. Uh, I'd say it was a good 30 years because I wasn't here yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So here we have the the Billboard magazine itself, which is what this whole thing is based on. Uh, It was founded in 1894, and they put out information, but the actual 
hot 100 era of having every week the top 100 songs be released in this magazine that started in 19 was it 58 Okay. Yeah, it's on 1958. But there is a pre-Hot 100 era that goes back to the 40s. So they, it's been... It, it, the Billboard magazine was pretty much just like telling you what what's happening. It didn't become so focused on music until, they, until the 40s when they started putting these music lists together. And then it officially became a thing in 1958. Okay. I so, didn't know that. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. They were and now it's like the Billboard Top 100. It's like they're responsible for it. Yeah, it's still going That's very crazy. strong. That's what everyone bases everything on. Like yeah, they right? do all that accumulative work for everyone to know what is doing what because it's all it used to just be record sales that has now changed with streaming and they have to take other things into consideration. So it is interesting. It's definitely interesting. Excuse me. Still the same company who's been doing it for a long time. The fact that they were founded in 1894 and they're still going strong is wild <laughs> because absolutely no one associated with that company when it started has anything to do with it now. No, there's no way. And did not see coming what like I bet when they started the list, they expected other people to do the list as well and like mean something. Now, the Billboard list is the only fucking thing. Well, they were already an established magazine. They had been around for, what is that, like, 50 years? Those motherfuckers. 45 years. All right, so let's do this last song that I chose. Here are my options. 1959, Mac the Knife by Bobby Darren. 1958, To Know Him Is To Love Him by the teddy bears <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the pre hot 100 era we have 1957 you send me by sam cook which is my second choice uh 1956 singing the blues by guy mitchell and 1955 16 tons by tennessee ernie ford for me typically sam cook would be the choice because i do love sam cook so very much but that's not what won for me. 16 Tons by Tennessee Ernie Ford. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that this could could bookend it, I was just like, fuck yeah. This song rules. Yeah, this song does rule. And I've got to say, even the cover that's on the thing, it's like country essentials. Country gold. This is not a country song. This is just a song. This is just a song. It's almost a jazz song. Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh, shit. You almost knocked your tooth out. I did not know how much I liked this song until this list. Uh, when I listened to this list the first time, I listened to this song alone three times. I went back. I was like, what? I didn't. I was waiting for the country. Like, where's the country? And I listened to it the second time to like, is there any country in this? No, there's no country in this. I think it's just that it's unpolished and that it's... It's just about a man working. And so, like, sometimes a middle-class working song just goes to country because it's, like, kind of intertwined is one thing. Another day older and deeper in debt. It's definitely a blue-collar-sounding song. Yeah. The bass sounds awesome. The trumpets are... His voice, even though he doesn't always hit notes, which I think is interesting. He doesn't even have to. <laughs> if, you listen, if you listen closely, he is, like, struggling to find the notes. Oh, yeah. A lot of... Uh, not a lot, but there are definitely times. Especially when he does his thing later when he's like, 
But he's got almost like a Burl Ives. It's a man sounding It's a man's fucking voice. He probably also smoked 120 cigarettes a day. Disgusting. 1955. My dad wasn't even. Neither of my parents were alive. Your mom was alive when this came out. 1955, your mom was born in 51. Yep. Step aside. I love the, the clarinet. One fist of iron. So much was emphasized in the vocals back in the day. So it's also very appealing to me. It's like they're telling a story mm-hmm. with their voice. I Trying to find it. Oh, there it is. (laughs) To the company store. And even there, store. But it doesn't matter. His voice is so fucking. It's just like a dad. It's like an old man with leather skin singing at me. (laughs) He could probably order food for me at Classic Pete's when I worked there and order a steak hoagie, and I would melt ASMR over the fucking phone. Because there used to be this dude named Red Vansky. He would order steak hoagies, and he'd be like, Hi, this is Tom Redvansky. Need a steak hoagie? And I'd just be on the phone like, Yes, you do need a steak hoagie. <laughs> this guy could probably do that to me over the phone. And then we made up. Uh, his and name then you was, made out? Yeah, we did. His name was Red Vansky, so then we're so stupid. We made up that we were like part of a Power Rangers type team, and I was Blue Vansky, and my friend David was Green Vansky. And we'd be like, with our powers combined, we are the Vanskys. Red Vansky, Blue Vansky, Green Vansky. <laughs> we can eat steak hoagies. <laughs> I used to drink beer at that job during the job. When you were a child? When I was like, no, when I was 21, but I was supposed to be drinking at work. Oh, yeah, you were working there when we started uh, talking. So we are finished with that. Yeah. Um, we are going to go over just a, a, a I would say we're only going to go over the, the main thing, which is least and most favorite songs. I think that's pretty much all we need to do here. Yeah, because you're not going to figure out like when you first heard this and shit like that. Yeah, so I'll do a little minimized version. Do, 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 do. Questions. All right. So, uh, Sam, your do you have the list in front of you? Are you able yes, to I make do. this choice? I do have my the list in front of me. Okay. So my guess for your least favorite song... See, I I was swearing the whole time it'd be one sweet day, but the way that you explained it, it sounds like I adore Mia more is actually the song that you think is the worst. So I'm going with I adore Mia more. What is your least favorite song on this list? Both of those guesses are very good guesses, but they still have a production value that doesn't make me fucking crazy and isn't trying to sound big and epic. I hate Big and epic. It can fuck right off because it just sounds cheesy to me. So I think you can take a guess of what the worst song for me actually is. Now, why her voice is Hello. more tolerable than someone like Mariah Carey's? It's me. Hate big epic sounds because it does not I sound that way. It just sounds like you're trying so fucking hard. A minor threat song sounds more epic to me than this shit does. I don't like that you said that uh, you like her voice more than Mariah Carey's. Oh, I think Mariah Carey at her prime had more vocal control by far. Yeah. Could do more. It's just her tone. 
doesn't me. yeah i understand that all right what do you think my least favorite song is i adore mia more and if it's not you're lying because you complained the whole time about that song <laughs> it's so bad even though you like trying I... to talk me out of it more than once <laughs> Even though I hate Madonna so much, that song is technically a more tolerable song. Oh, yeah. This song is just bad. This song is just pure cheese. Dream on, dream away. <laughs> I need an explanation as to why this was number one and why it was number one for you. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Stop. <laughs> I want to know why it was number one for... Two weeks. That's too, too many. Too, 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 too many. Too, too right, many. So your favorite song on this. This is interesting. Yeah, this one was hard, actually. Well, there's one that you listen to three times. There is. Um, but the way that you reacted, I'm going to go against my instinct of 16 tons, and I'm going to guess Upside Down by Diana Ross. Michelle, you Got it right. <clears throat> 16 times. Wow, I did listen to it three times. That was more of a... I didn't realize how much I liked this song. So mm-hmm. it was like new. I always knew I liked fucking Upside Down. But when they're back to back, I would rather listen to Upside Down. I like funk and soul and disco and stuff. But I fucking love the sound of 16 times. That is probably my second. Yeah, yeah that's definitely good stuff. And then there's a lot on here that I'm not even going to fucking put on the list at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. What song do you think is my most I favorite? I think your favorite song. Oh, man. I think it might be One Sweet Day. Oh, really? You're going upside down. I'm going upside down. I didn't know if the combo of... No, I think that's a good song, but I don't think it's a great song. I wouldn't choose it as a favorite for Mariah or Boys to Men at all. It wouldn't be on the list. Even though, again, it's a good song. This song fucking rules. Yeah, this song is jamming. And then especially that part, which... Set <clears throat> upside down, you turn to me. You give a love instinctively. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, this is good shit. I would have... I would have been in a disco. No, I wouldn't. That would have been the club of the time. Well, would not have been that's there. where the Coke would have been. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that's where I'm at. I'm listening to like Black Sabbath. That's why I think you would you would have been in a den somewhere where the lights weren't, yes. and where there people weren't acting crazy. You'd be like, no, I'm just gonna go smoke weed in this person's basement and play. Yeah, listen to Black Sabbath. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's all that we're doing with questions. That was it as far as the 200 episodes. 200 episodes. It was probably a little lackluster than usual, but I think it was super fun to uh, do something different like that. It's always fun to do something different. Good time. Are you ready to talk about what's happening next week? Yeah, I am. I'm very excited by this. So I figured this out of what I was going to do last night because I did not know what I was going to do. And Sam was right there when I figured it out. It was a joyous celebration. I promise you because I was not aware that this existed. Holy cow. So I've been, I don't know how many times I've talked about, you know, the superior and inferior Bill Pease. Come on. Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton. Yeah, but should you talk about the original idea? You just found this movie based off of your original idea. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, the, there is going to be something new that's starting. Yes. But this was shocking because I found this in search of a movie annual celebration that I would like to start. We're starting a new thing. We this are is starting the revamping we were talking about. Hardly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, 517, this episode, this next episode comes out, uh, not five. It'll be 615. Wait, what? I don't know. No, we missed it. I don't know my months. Huh? Oh, we missed it. I don't know my months. Oh, you fucked up the month? I fucked it up. Well, we're doing it anyway. Well, we're doing it anyway. <laughs> I'm just It's just going to be sooner when we do it next time, but I, I <laughs> fucked up the month. I didn't realize that we we're already at the end of May. In true couple of critics fashion, we fucked up I'm the very first I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> I'm a fucking moron. This episode is actually coming out June 15th, so we will be celebrating this a month late, um, but... <laughs> Because I am a fucking moron and wasn't paying attention. This is even Funny. more fun that you get to see how fucking unorganized and stupid we are. Why are you even listening to us? This is horrible. 200 episodes of madness. We've only gotten worse over time. It's terrible. All right. So we are going to be starting the annual Paxtoween. 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 So 517 every year. <laughs> that's uh 517 is the is bill paxton's birthday rest in peace and uh, we are going to be reviewing a bill paxton movie every year around his birthday sure this one's gonna be a little late but what the fuck that's what we're here to do yeah. is to be stupid and try to entertain you so there's apparently a movie while i was looking through bill paxton movies what should we start with? Obviously, Sam's like, aliens, aliens. But next year, what if it falls on your Oh, I get to time? choose one? Yeah, it just has to I be a Bill Paxton. I just took over every time when it was Paxton weed. No, I just lucked out that I get, I'm get. i starting this way late. <laughs> I wonder if I would have gotten the first one. A month ago? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. We've had guests, so it's hard to tell. Um, we are going to watch a movie that apparently features both Bill's. Both Bill P's are in a movie together. I had no idea this existed. It is has 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, so I am looking forward to it. It looks like it's from 1990. Uh, terrible box office numbers. It's free on Tubi if you would like to watch it yourself and prepare for this. There's a movie <laughs> called Brain Dead yeah. that we are going to review, and I am looking forward have, to it. Did you tell anybody the other part of Paxto Ween? I haven't gotten to it. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm literally just saying the fucking movie title. I sound like you're going to end. Sorry. I apologize. And Bill Paxton, who is dead, also really loved fried foods. So there is a local chicken restaurant that kind of revamped themselves a little bit. And they have like all new. They have like just new management new everything so we're going to order some fried foods including some fried chicken from there and we are going to review fried foods and brain dead featuring bill pullman and the one and only legend bill paxton for the first annual paxtoween i think you would have gotten the first paxtoween that's what i was uh, looking at on my phone so it would have all worked out Brain Dead, Fried Chicken, The Superior, Bill Pullman. I can't wait. 
Michelle's going to hate this entire episode when I say that Bill Pullman's better than Bill Paxton the entire time. You're only doing it to upset me because that's not the truth. And we all know that that's not <laughs> the truth. I don't know that's truth. not the truth. We haven't seen this movie yet. What if Bill Pullman acts circles around Paxton in this? There's no way that's true. Bill Paxton has always been a better actor than Bill Pullman. It is without question. I, you're making me mad the episode hasn't even happened yet. And it's just because I am a big fat fucking bear and you're poking me. Poke, poke, poke. Back off. I'll back off. I um, like Bill Paxton. He was good in Frailty. He was good in Aliens. He was good in other things. He but, was good in True Lies. He pissed his pants. That's true. And Bill Pullman was good in Casper. <laughs> was he, though? <laughs> Go back and watch it. Go back and watch it and tell uh, me that he did a good job. I don't know. I, I haven't seen it since the 13th time I saw it in theater. The, the star of that movie, which I do want to say is Devin Sawall when Casper comes alive. Yeah, right. It's Christina Ricci's forehead. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We love you very much. You should definitely check out any other episodes if you can stomach us. We are a mess. Yeah, but those videos that came out last week were pretty good, weren't they? Because I did what I said I was going to do. Didn't you, Sam? (laughs) No one knows because it hasn't happened yet. So we'll see how it goes. From the future. Everyone, really thanks Actually, for Actually, no, we're in the past right now. <laughs> I can't keep these time circles straight in my head. I know, especially when you're stupid and backwards like me. Bye, guys. Thanks, bye. We love you. Kind of. No, I love you. I do love you. Me? I promise that I love all of you. Oh, I don't love many of you at all. Sorry. Make them feel better so they'll come back. All right. I love all of you. Come back and listen. Tell a friend. Like and subscribe. So hard and lonely, too. This song rules. Let's go. Let's get out of here. The other of steel. If the right one don't get you, then the left one will. You load 16 tons. What do you get?